everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey, gang. Hey. Hey. Thank you all so much for tuning into episode 92 of Hop Culture. Before we dive into today's topic, we wanted to do a little housekeeping. We have decided that we're going to take the month of December off. Um, Tess is going to be having her baby at the beginning of the month, which we are so excited for. And so obviously she's going to need a break. Um, And we just know that it's a busy time of year for everyone. And honestly, our listens... um, tank in December. So it just seems like the universe is saying it's time to recharge for all of us. So we have a really fun month of holiday themed content planned out for November though. And so um, those episodes will be starting next week. So be sure to tune in. So you'll have plenty of like fun Thanksgiving and Christmas themed stuff to listen to, to carry you through the end of the year. Now on to our topic for today. If you live in the United States, Election Day 2022 is just days away. On a scale of 1 to 10, how involved in politics would you guys say that you are? Not as much as I'd like to be. Yeah, me too. I would say I'm like a 5, and that is just like, a you know, an average of... I'm the classic, like, I get really into it on presidential election years, and then I kind of, like, lose interest in between, which I know is what they say not to do because your local elections matter the most, like your day-to-day Claire, life. I'd say you're higher than a five. I think you're a seven mm, or eight. I don't know. I've taken a major I, step if back lately. If a yeah. five is a U.S. citizen's average, you're definitely above okay. average. You write, okay, that's maybe. You write yeah. letters to things and call You put that judge's so sign in your yard. <laughs> I did put – have we not put that on the podcast? I think we have. Yeah. A judge – Put a sign in our yard, and it was very, like, uncomfortable because I didn't really know anything about this person and, like, (laughs) what they were, like, standing for. Yeah, I guess maybe, like, a seven. I I get involved in, like, the big things that everyone else is involved with. I'm not, you know, going to, like, town hall meetings and stuff, but – and it makes me really angry, so I guess emotionally I'm at a nine. But (laughs) (laughs) I would say I'm also probably a five, a true five, not like Claire. (laughs) I think, you know, I look up issues on Ballotpedia so I know what I should, you know, think about things before I vote for them. But okay, that's also that's like at least a six. A five would be. I know who the president and vice president are, mm-hmm. and like I know when what? the next presidential election is. I no. think that's no, no. I think I think you're that, right. Because I would give myself a two. <laughs> I think that the average person is like a two or a three. <laughs> okay, well that's, that's not fair. That's not what. Are we going like? Mean. Are we talking like medians? Are we talking? We need means? to clarify this. We're talking scale. other outliers. We're talking I means. was. I was picturing a scale where like five is average. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm probably like above average. Although I will say, I think I'm the ideal American. If Americans were more like me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Actually, let me rephrase this. Because if Americans were all like me, nothing would get done. So if voters were more like me, then I think our, our whole world would be a better place. I think a five is you roll in to your polling place having done no research, having based your info off of like the yard signs in your neighborhood, but you do show up and vote. And so okay. that's, you know, and that's good. You should vote. Everyone should vote. So a two is you don't vote and a one is like Grace who gets their news from the Google. <gasps> Suggested stories. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I feel like at this point we have spent a lot of time on this scale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not actually discussing. And that's that's where I'd like to leave it. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so we know that we're not the place you turn for hard-hitting coverage of the issues. Uh, so to distract you from more pressing matters, we've contrived a little ballot of our own. So today we're going to be nominating contenders for each of the issues that we're going to lay out. And we're going to present our argument for why our candidate is best and then let you guys vote on Instagram. So be sure you're following us at HopCulturePod on Instagram if you aren't already. Okay, I'm a little nervous, but the first seat to fill is Best Emotional Support Show. This one's really hard. I know what mine is, and I feel I feel confident in it. <gasps> say it. I'm going to say 30 Rock. Ooh, the reason okay. I choose 30 Rock is because it's fast-paced and well-written enough that there's a lot of jokes that you won't get even the third time through. Mm. You know, you'll be hearing new things. So if you want, if you're feeling up to paying attention, close attention, you're going to be, you could be laughing out loud. But it's old enough and has enough seasons that you could have watched enough times that you're just kind of letting it wash over you. And you're just enjoying the like, the jokes that you've heard a lot of times, the ones that you quote, you know, and you're not really like, you're not paying super close attention, but you're just getting the general vibe of the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love 30 Rock. I would say as far as an emotional support show, I'm looking for comfort. I'm looking for like a certain amount of monotony and familiarity. And so for that reason, I'm going to go with like the most basic of basic white person choices of The Office, which I know is like... I tried to think of something creative, but I was like, honestly, if I'm looking for emotional support, I just want like the most basic, you know, millennial person comedy. And that would be mm-hmm. The Office. Classic millennial answer. Exactly. So we actually haven't had access to The Office for a while because we don't have Peacock. Um, but Dave got it to watch a football game. And so he's like, well, since we have it for the month, the month let's watch The <laughs> Office. And we've been watching it. And we both, you guys, it was so like ridiculous we kept looking at each other and we're like wow we're like i really miss this and i'm like i'm just like so happy instead of like yeah like this is so bad we have so many shows at our fingertips but we're just like wow i've really missed this show that i've seen probably 20 times like every episode but yeah it's just it's calm enough too i love 30 rock but it's zany and has like such loud theme songs. If I'm just like, it's not good to fall asleep to. It's just too bright and like random, you know, just my mm. two cents. That's why I would vote for The Office. It's it's like beige tones are soothing. Well, I'm going to say something possibly even more basic and go with Gilmore Girls. I feel like that is like the quintessential comfort show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got those like cozy fall vibes no matter what season the show is in. Like, yeah, it's not loud. It's not zany. It's not really like laugh out loud funny, but it's just kind of like mildly entertaining. You don't have to pay attention because you've probably seen it through like five times. You can fall asleep to it. I used to fall asleep to it all the time. And the, it is a good the, one to fall asleep to. The music that's like, la, 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 mm-hmm. is like very <laughs> Yeah, it is like a lullaby. <laughs> For once, Claire perfectly impersonated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did that one you actually nailed that one, Claire. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Tess, there's yeah. only one step left on the beige scale. Can you get there? <laughs> Bring us home. <laughs> I, think, I, I feel like I know. Well, I can. What, can I mention that Anne actually took my real one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put my backup on uh, the ballot and submit the Great British Bake Off. Oh, whoa! Oh. Hey, that's a dark horse. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I it. I approve. I recently uh, this week watched the finale of a, an old season, and I was. Sobbing with joy. <laughs> it is <laughs> sweet when they see their families and stuff. Yes, they see their families. Mary Berry was crying. It was just, it it's just totally like you can not watch the whole episode and just have it in your ears like a podcast. And it's so boring. <laughs> no, I was just like, no, you can't. <laughs> you, it's really their bakes is like the only entertaining. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, you can like show. run over right as they like are showing their final products, so that you get like what they actually made. 
and then you go back to what you're doing and then you run over again. It's very easy to follow. <laughs> so, yeah, but I am curious to know what <laughs> the next step on the base scale was. The answer right? I was looking for was friends. That's what I was trying to mouth. Oh, friends. I saw you mouthing friends. <laughs> I, was, I was also going to say new girl because I feel like that's one that a that's lot of people love. That's another one that's mm-hmm. love. Yeah. And I love it too, but yeah. Um, okay, the next seat to fill is best Thanksgiving side dish. Can I go first? Because I don't want to no, take mine. No, I'm not going to take yours. <laughs> I was going to say that. I know what, Tess I know what gets Tess to go first. Because I get to go first because you just took my other okay, ballot fine. measure. I'm not going to take yours this <laughs> my time. My other ballot measure. <laughs> <laughs> None of us know the right terms. I had to Google <laughs> so term. many terms. <laughs> <laughs> my other candidate. I don't know. Okay, and you can go. <laughs> I concede. Okay. Oh, that was good, Tess. Yeah, that was actually great political jargon. Mine is mashed potatoes and gravy. That wasn't what you were going to say, was it, Tess? That was, yeah, that was not what I was expecting from you. Yeah. As well. Like, I feel like. I knew I couldn't say one that Tess would want to say. And so I kindly, I kindly chose my, my second place one, which is mashed potatoes and gravy. And here's why. There's no accounting for taste, really. I don't need to explain why. It just, it's <laughs> delicious. And I, you only get to have turkey gravy once in a year. Mm-hmm. There are some other things at it. Thanksgiving that you can eat, you know, all throughout the year. But like, you only get turkey gravy, which is the best gravy at Thanksgiving. And the leftovers are really not that good because the gravy doesn't heat up very fast. Have you guys noticed this? And it yeah. also gets kind of like the, gelatinous. The, gel- the gelatinous, yeah, it's all wrong. <laughs> so you really only get to enjoy this one day, mm-hmm. one meal per year, and it is a delight. You're preaching to the choir here, Anne. <laughs> I am sold. I don't even oh, really I, like yeah. uh, gravy, but I do feel like it's not Thanksgiving without mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, I love wow. gravy. <laughs> I I think that I picked one that will not put me very far ahead in with the crowds, like with the the people voting, the voters, but I'm going to go for it anyway. Mine is sweet potato casserole, and I think that the general population has not had, well, I think that there are people who have had a good sweet potato casserole. And they understand what I'm talking about. And then I think there are people who have never had a good one. And so they say that that's like one of the worst things. Mm-hmm. In exactly. It's very polarizing. So I don't think that I will win. But I think if you taste like a good buttery, like sweet potato mash with this delicious like brown sugar crust on top, it'll change your life. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, mine would be, this is a little bit of a, might seem strange, but I've given this a lot of thought. I would say it's the, what I would categorize as the fruity twist, the fruity surprise. (laughs) And every table, every Thanksgiving table needs one. You need it to be on a little (laughs) salad plate, not on the, not with the rest of your foods, your savories, because you don't want gravy touching this. It could be, it could be frog eye salad. It could be a jello thing. Um, it could just be like a simple fruit salad, but every well-rounded Thanksgiving meal needs some kind of fruity twist and every family has one that's their go-to and it's just like a little something tart to kind of cut like the heaviness of the rest of the meal. And it's like where you can kind of get creative and add like a little flair to make your Thanksgiving table unique. I can't well, tell our if faces. she's saying this to I, try to be unique or if she's serious. I, I feel like the other sides are just like, they're all just kind of like a buttery carb. Okay, okay, okay. So Let I'm like, this, this is That's what adds some flair. Do you like turkey or the fruity twist better? Because basically, if I don't have turkey, I will be like shaky and ill because I need some protein in my day. (laughs) Okay. But I don't enjoy eating (laughs) dry, flavorless meat. No. So you're saying then what you were saying is your favorite thing at Thanksgiving dinner (laughs) is the fruity twist that you have to make out of obligation to eat a fruit. 
Oh, my, my, if you remember last year, it was like made of jello. So it's not a health thing. It was made of jello and it, it caused a strain on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it caused a strain. Everyone loved my fruity twist. <laughs> oh, people we loved made it. it. We made it. And it was, it was very stressful. I don't remember it why it caused Tess's fruity <laughs> twist. <laughs> why did it cause a strain? It wouldn't was, set. <laughs> it wouldn't set. Dad got lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot about dad getting lost by raspberry jello. Literal hours. <laughs> yeah, so we he, he got he blackberry. Went, yeah, he went to, to a giant eagle like 30 minutes away. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot about that. What a strain. Yeah, the fruity twist almost ruined Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's true. I've never um, seen, I was looking at the three of our faces while Claire was talking. I've never <laughs> seen sorry. three people smiling less. <laughs> I just. Sorry. It's like, just because you have to have something there at the table doesn't mean it's the best. I think part how of you guys yeah. feel about the fruity twist is how I feel about stuffing. Like, it's, oh, I ob- it's stuffing. an obligation, oh, I but I'm like, it's not <laughs> good. There are people that love stuffing. I, yeah. I have heard people multiple times be like, oh, I could eat a whole plate of stuffing. That's what I eat on Thanksgiving. So if you're one of those people, <laughs> DM <laughs> us. You're really. <laughs> Being so offensive to people who like stuffing. Yeah, yeah you're making that <laughs> your stuffing voice. I'm sorry. I could be a whole place stuffing. It's like monster. She's just being honest. Just like, I, I guess I was mostly thinking maybe it was like a guy, but it could be anyone. So, Grace, let's move on. Wow, you guys are really dumping on my my candidate, but that's fine. I'm used to it. I'm used to the mudslinging. That's politics for you. So, go ahead, Grace. Um, my candidate is my... Famous spice nuts. Okay, okay, that <laughs> no. is worse. Great. Than a How dare you? I was just okay. This that was just a joke. I'm. I was just doing categories rules, and I tried to pick something that I knew no one would say because no one remembers that these have ever been at Thanksgiving. No, you, she brings these up as if it was like a staple in our family or something. I made them at least once. So, is spice nuts? Is that just your like theory? Candied nuts. Answer? No, my well, my serious answer would be mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, but this is my submission. Gotcha. Okay. Nobody submitted rolls. I almost. I feel like I might win. (laughs) I do think. Yeah, I think. I think Anne has a good. I'd vote for Anne. (laughs) This is a really uh, strange. Wait, so Grace's actually is spiced nuts. Because her serious, <laughs> you can't think of yeah, that's your I can't best believe you didn't say I guess I could put. I was trying to put, insert like a little, a little fun, a little joy into this episode. <laughs> no, I like the spice nuts. Actually, <laughs> it's locked in. Um, okay, our next candidate is best '90s toy, which seems does Tess. I actually was thinking of Tess. She could do a '2000s toy. Oh, good. I was going to ask. Um, yeah, she doesn't. She was didn't, She wasn't alive. So, yeah. Sorry. Best, I should say, best uh, childhood nostalgia in 99. Like, yeah, Her favorite was a teether. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sophie the giraffe or whatever. <laughs> didn't come along till later. <laughs> yeah, that's if, really speaking of Sophie the giraffe, toy. I've had more conversations over Sophie the giraffe. M- Mom has asked multiple times. She's like, I just don't get it. What what makes it better than other other toys? Because mom loves reviews like more than yeah. anyone in the world, and so <laughs> she's true. always looking for like you know best rated toys and stuff for like gifts for the kids. So if you have a Sophie the Giraffe and could tell us why it is better than other teethers, please let us know because the entire family is waiting with bated breath. Okay, mine would be the Doodle Bear. It's not. Claire, I'm going to. Mine was the doodle bear. Okay, fine. You have the doodle bear. I will do another one. No, you do the doodle bear. I have a, I have a backup. Okay, I had a backup because I thought this might maybe would happen. Here's why I like the doodle bear. It doesn't take batteries. It doesn't, it can't, you know, potentially slash your face like those those little fairies that you pull and they spin. You know, How dare you? Claire. Is that your backup? Please that do was not. I did not bring so any sorry. other toys. Right, I won't bring this. any other toys into this. I won't bring. Claire, stick dirty. to the issues. She's I do. I play to win campaigner. when it comes to politics. Um, yeah, the Doodle Bear. It's simple. It's a simple concept. They were fun. They were kind of a flash in the pan toy. I feel like it's not one that you think of necessarily, but sometimes 
those are the the candidates that can get the job done, you know? If you love doodle bears so much, why did you trade me Jondriella? <laughs> that was my doodle bear name. Jondriella? <laughs> that was what I named it after it came into oh my, my possession. Do you remember what I had originally named it? I can't remember. It was something like like flouncy. I flouncy, oh my gosh. <laughs> I the only downside of a doodle bear is I do think it gives kids the it misleads them to think they can draw on toys and not be in trouble. But you know, a child of average intelligence should understand that there's a time and a place. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, mine's the mine's the doodle bear. Well, I need to take a moment because both of my options have been. You can still make from a case me. for the the little spinning fairies. I don't remember what they were called. I also don't remember what they were. Called. Yeah, so they were a bunch of a backup. <laughs> okay, well, I'm worried that this is gonna like split votes um, because it's similar to Claire's, but. I was going to say Beanie Babies, a classic. Mm-hmm. They, I was looking up Beanie Babies because I was like, am I sure that they're from the 90s? And they were created in 1993, which is when I was born. Oh, that's so special. it's Perfect. only right that mm-hmm. I would choose Beanie Babies. Also, I think I have a ba- Beanie Baby that is like one of the more like, I don't know. Rare? Rare Beanie Babies. Which one is it? I'm going to look it up right now. I'm too embarrassed to say. Because <laughs> you don't want people to see that it's not really high value. Yeah, what if it's not? I don't think it's like the rarest one, but I think I could get a good amount of money for it. The bowl, the red bowl. Oh, there is one. Oh, snort. Snort. I remember yes. snort. Um, There are some listed for like thousands of dollars, but then there's some listed for $5. So I don't okay. know. <laughs> That's the thing is I'm like, is anyone actually selling Beanie mm-hmm. Babies for this much money? But I gave it to Hazel and she ripped the tag off. So I think oh, it's no. worth $0 at this point. But I always, that was always my favorite one. Yeah, so. I remember you had this one. And the name Snort is very cute. Yeah, Beanie Babies, mm-hmm. they were iconic. I will give yeah. you that. I actually do have a 90s toy that I think maybe – reached its peak in the early 2000s, but it was a 90s toy. Um, I'm going to say Polly Pockets. Those were much better in the 90s than they are mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even know what they're... They used to be a choking hazard, and now they're a big Ooh. silicone toy, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about the, the one with tiny... Pieces. Oh, they're still tiny. But they're like, oh, okay. they, they come in like these, they're just like these bigger houses. And I feel like when we were little, they were like a little ring or like a little bracelet. And it was like this cute little tiny thing that would flip open. Now it's almost like they have like a whole house thing, which is cute. But I just think the little like tiny wrist ones were really charming. Are their clothes still like pleasant to chew on? Because mm-hmm. that yeah, Henry that's the loves. texture, the yes. shoes, the little tiny shoes. Mm-hmm. I definitely grew up in the um, the silicone clothing era, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and the ones Tess had were like the bigger ones. Yeah, I think I had bigger ones. They weren't quite so tiny. So these, this is the two thousands version. But um, there was just something fun about like you know, competing with your friends to see who had the most, um, who had the best. <laughs> there was something pleasant about the competitive aspect of Polly Pocket. <laughs> Isn't that with every so. toy collection? That was kind <laughs> yes. of why I loved my doodle bear was my friend Madison, I remember, was getting a doodle bear. And I don't know if Grace and I saved up our money or like what good fortune befell us that we found ourselves at Walmart purchasing doodle bears of our own because... Like, we always obviously had, like, plenty of toys and stuff, but our parents were not the type to just buy us toys willy-nilly throughout the year. You know, it was, like, definitely birthdays, Christmas, like, a special occasion. So just the fact that we were, like, immediately going and buying doodle bears, I was like, what's going on right now? You know, so I don't remember, like, the circumstances. Maybe mom would. But I think that was part of the fun was, like, I was so excited that, like, oh, I have this, like, trendy new toy that like I, I didn't expect to to have so quickly, you know, in my possession. Okay, Grace, it's time. Okay. This is going to be sort of a this is going to get some ire again because it's barely in the 90s and it's not really a toy. I'm going to say Digimon. Is that like a TV series? 
a TV <laughs> series, but it's there's a whole franchise. There are toys. There are are there trading cards? I think so. I don't know. We All the moms have the, trading cards. I mean, there's video games of it. We were we were into the show, but I was so into Digimon. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Isn't that how you got into like shipping? <laughs> that yeah. was our first experience with shipping. Yeah, that was Grace like and I had like evidence printed out and printed out on our doors about like two different that. parts of a love triangle, basically. Oh my word! Uh-huh. I I do remember that. What were mine they actually cute? had. I don't want to bring this up again, but mine actually <laughs> did have like actual hard evidence. Anne's was it. canon. Which is, yeah, as everyone knows, the most boring kind of ship. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, it was only <laughs> canon in like Japan. It wasn't canon in the United States. So I feel like it's true. It's perfectly that is fine. true. That's what I would always bring <laughs> <No>. up. <laughs> Grace is so manipulative. She's like, even though it was a good point, she's like, mm, no. Well, I didn't. Re- I didn't realize at the time that I, at the time I was like, well, if it's if it's canon, then it's true. So, but wait, I had to have my reasons. Didn't the didn't each ship have like a name? Like you'd be like, I wasn't it Tyora yes. or something. I was proudly Tyora and was Serato. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did this you is mom such kids a blast from the past. Yeah, exactly. If you know, you know. <laughs> that is so true. And the soundtrack, one of the best it soundtracks slapped. of all times. Yeah, yeah. movie soundtrack. Yeah, it was a great soundtrack. <laughs> I mean, it's not a toy in any way, shape, or form. But yeah, you know I, what? I, I if celebrities I, can run for president, you can say Digimon's a toy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I will be. I please DM if you know what Digimon is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, if you don't, Digimon is. But if you, more specifically, if you're familiar with Tyora or Serato. Mm-hmm. we need to know. Yeah, we need that, to connect. I feel like it's pretty niche. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a major blast from the past. I forgot like any of that ever happened. But I do remember the treatises like posted on each girl's door. <laughs> like Martin Luther. Yeah. In in the 1500s or whatever. Okay, next category. Best fictional sibling. This one was tough because there's either a great group of siblings mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. there are siblings who are both the main character. Like, I was trying to look up lists and it would be like, Sam and Dean Winchester or something where it's like, or like Monica and Ross, mm-hmm. where they're both in, part of an ensemble cast exactly. or both main characters. You have to have someone who's the designated sibling, like Lizzie McGuire's little brother, mm-hmm. but you would never pick Lizzie McGuire's little brother. You would McGuire's never pick brother. him. Yeah. He's terrible. <laughs> and so it's really hard to think of one. Mm-hmm. I'll go last this time because I keep stealing people's. I, okay. I really struggled with this one, partly just because I could not think of siblings for some reason like good yeah like not annoying siblings um i hope that mine fits what grace was saying i'm gonna say beth march <laughs> it's kind of a um I'll allow she's it. not like mm-hmm. a yeah she's not like she's not like a main character in in the book you know she's like but she is there to support she she never fails them mm-hmm. she loves hearth and she's, home so loyal. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how can you how can you argue? I she's not though. I will say she's not an interesting pick, but she is like if you're looking for the actual like best most loyal sibling in pop culture, mm-hmm. she might be it. I agree. I thought of I considered her March as well. Mine is George Weasley. Well, I'm sorry, oh, George specifically. Well. Fred dies. Spoiler alert. Sorry. If anyone hasn't, anyone hasn't. <laughs> it doesn't mean he didn't exist. I know, but that's true. I, I, I guess, remember you saying that you were sad that Fred had died because they picked the better twin to die. I think. I do. You know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to say Fred. Didn't he sacrifice himself, you know? Yeah. I'm going to say Fred. I, I guess I just figured like, if we're, I mean, are we only picking dead siblings? Is that the trend we're going with? here so far so far i guess but i mean i don't think i really have to explain the weasley twins let's just say weasley twins 
they're kind of they fill a similar role. I don't think that's I'm fair. sorry. You I, can pick. You're right. No, you're right. Multiple. You're right. You're right. Excuse me. I'm going to go with me. the entire Pevensey family. <laughs> you're right. Excuse me. I also me. don't feel like I feel like we're picking the best sibling. I don't feel like Fred or George was a very good sibling to the main character. Of yes, Ron. they were. Yeah. They were awful. They were. That's what brothers do. That's brothers. I don't know. He grew up. I don't accept pretty that. Big complex. We are not. In a position to be talking about what brothers do, it's normal. If you have however many, how many older brothers did Ron have? Like six. There's no way you're not going to have some kind of complex after that. You know, that's just that I was just don't part know that of the I would course. Hold them up as the pinnacle of like what a brother should be. They're just tons of fun. They're talented. They're <laughs> brave. They were a good brother. They were funny to characters. each other. And they were good brothers to each other. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm sorry. That's my candidate. And that's who I'm Well, she can dish with. it out, but she cannot take it. <laughs> Do you have one, Anne? No. Uh, oh. You oh. don't have one? <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't think of very many. I did there's think oodles. of the Pevensies. What did you say, Claire? I just said there's oodles of siblings out there. I'm sorry. My brain is... <laughs> Not doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> the Pevensies, which were one? The children Edmund? from Modern Family, not Edmund. Although I was who, looking who up, who are the Pevensies? Can somebody please tell me who these? Who are these people? Pes, they're from Pes, the, um, the wardrobe from Narnia. Oh well, Pevensies is an obscure. Yeah, that's kind of an obscure. Reference. If I had to pick a Pevensie, I would pick Lucy. Yeah. Lucy's the, As the best standout for sure. And I will say, I don't, you mm-hmm. know, because I was like, you can't really choose like the main character as the sibling, you know, mm-hmm. like you, if we're yeah. picking a sibling, it should not be the main character, but she's not the main character for all of the Chronicles of Narnia, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like yeah. I'm going to stick with Lucy. I think that's fair. And I think that like, she's the best sibling to each of the yeah. others. And so like- any of those other three would have her be the best sibling, probably. Yeah. Edmund would be a great candidate for worst sibling. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I love He Edmund. has a redemptive arc, but he gets them into Yeah, he a does trouble. have a good character arc. I will agree with you there. There was a little illustration of a little Edmund Pevensey in the books that we had, and that was one of my founding childhood crushes. <laughs> Little illustration, Sorry. little black and white illustration. Oh, I, so I love funny. it. Um, I was gonna say, well, I had one that none of you guys would know, so I was gonna say one that you do know instead. Oh, which that's pretentious. I wonder, mm-hmm. What's the one we Enneagram four much? Try us. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty intellectual, so I just think it's above you guys. It would be. <laughs> Jeremy Gilbert from The Vampire Diaries. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've watched The Vampire Diaries, Grace, okay? Can we all agree that that was not a pretentious answer? No, like it was very, it was just a show we don't know. Not. I got called pretentious for Pasek and Paul, and so I'm just feeling <laughs> a little wrong. Sorry. <laughs> My other candidate would be maybe Alexis Rose. As far as like oh, funniest siblings, yes. I feel like that kind of counts because I feel like David is the mm-hmm. more the main, and so she really would be like mm-hmm. the sibling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Great choice. And it, I'm not supposed to be. We're not supposed to be supporting each other. We're campaigning against each other. But look at me. Oh yes, look at me. Choice, Grace. Next category: best gas station snack. And I will start us off. <laughs> <laughs> um. I am going to choose Hostess Powdered Donuts. It's it's funny because in Luke's family, that has become, like, part of my personality. (laughs) (laughs) Part of my persona. Because every time I see Luke's mom, she gets me donuts. And I, it's very sweet. Um, But that's how much I love them. I uh, just think that they are... A crowd pleaser. I don't even know how to argue this. They feel just wholesome. Good. They're just they, they are delicious. They do feel wholesome. They they fill you up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. But they're not like a protein. They I have substance to sweet, them, sweet carb. but they're sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still exciting. So they kind of check the box of like I want like a little treat. 
from a gas station, <laughs> but I don't want to get too mm-hmm. sick if I'm on the road or, you know, you're at the gas station because you're desperate and you're hungry. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Your pants are going to be dusted in powdered sugar, though. Mm-hmm. Do you want to arrive to your destination with, like, white handprints on Not your thighs? Not necessarily. How ma- No, you have to you have to hold it with two fingers, index and a thumb, and you have to just carefully break. That sounds like <laughs> too much work. I'm motioning as though our doing. listeners can tell. I feel like you could just use, like, a baby wipe. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a particular spot of your calf that you can use to wipe. That's what I would do. There would be no handprints on my thigh. Yeah, wipe it on the side of your seat. (laughs) Well, (laughs) 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 too risky, too risky for me. But you know, you do you. They are delicious. So Hmm. okay, let's hear your choice. Yeah, what's yours? (laughs) Mine is garden salsa sun chips. Let me tell you why. Awful choice. Awful choice. (laughs) Here's my thought process. Wait, can I say that while saying one of my favorite types of chip? Exactly. They're (laughs) delightful. See, I love sweet things. Anyone who knows me knows that. But if I'm, again, (laughs) at the gas station in desperation, I usually need something with like a little substance and so I don't want to get like candy or something. I mean, I, I usually, I'll just be clear. I have packed candy, so there is candy in the car, but I am getting something in addition. So I this usually is a need weird scenario. I usually need something. Well, this is just <laughs> me. This is my truth. I usually need a little snack, something to fill me up. I don't want something that's like really that's going to be like greasy or like really cheesy. I don't want like Dorito fingers, you know, Cheeto fingers, a vinegar and whatever those chips are. Those are smelly. <laughs> you know, so I'm like I want something with like a little flavor, but I don't want it to be like really potent and like gross in the car like something light nut. yeah a corn nut exactly there's so many <laughs> a hot dog from the gas station there's so many gas station things that are just like smelly greasy messy once again she's listing she's yeah. listing others yeah and others. i'm sorry what do you just think shaming. what do you think candidates How? do in a debate greasy greasy and smelly <laughs> you're just putting down so many of the voters I am. right now i am <laughs> so i'm saying that's why i would choose something that's like a little lighter but it's like a savory choice and it's not really healthy but it has the illusion of like a healthy option that's me that's my garden, garden salsa. salsa is the worst flavor. it's the best flavor i said bag it. of garden salsa chips is not gonna fill you up if you're hungry did mm-hmm. i say personal did i say why personal would buy, why would you well, buy that why are a you gas station for- i don't know a ten dollar bag <laughs> i know of why would we buy anything at a gas station desperation that's what you already said <laughs> Okay, Anne, let's hear yours. I have one that's going to blow Claire's out of the water. Whoa. I'll tell you that much. Oh. Um, it's a little something called a hazelnut Snickers. And guess what it has? <laughs> what is that? Four grams of protein and one gram of dietary fiber. So there you go. <laughs> Good luck I finding that. Was yeah, I've thing. never Not seen bad. that in my life. A hazelnut Snickers? I gotta look for that. That sounds so good. Yeah, you have to get them. They're so, so good. It's like a Snickers, but way better. I love that Snickers has sort of tried to rebrand itself as Mm -hmm. a nutrition bar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But honestly, when I see a Snickers and I'm hungry, I'm like, yeah, that's a a solid choice Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. There's nuts. It's more filling than other candy bars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so good, Anne. It does sound good. Um, well, I'm sorry to be yeah, greasy and smelly, but I'm going to say nachos. Oh, my word. Oh, gas station nachos. Oh, dang it. You can soup them up however you want, especially if you're in a Maverick. <laughs> soup them up. <laughs> and I mean that in two ways. One, souped up, like, customized, and two, they're going to be soggy as heck because you put... <laughs> All sorts of jalapeno <laughs> juice and maybe some salsa or, you know, Ew. something on there that the chip just cannot support. I I think that's one of the quintessential gas station snacks because it's really something that you can only get in certain places. Mm-hmm. Imagine, like, the the gas station in Girdwood. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, and those are getting the, exact the nachos. nachos. Yes. Oh, those are it's so such, good. It's an experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like you've just been out doing. You're in Ger- Girdwood, so like you're a you little might be bit kind of miserable. And, yeah, yeah. You're cold. You're soaked to the bone, and 
those nachos. <laughs> Honorable mention would be to the pork bundle from Maverick, but <gasps> no, What's a pork bundle. What it's, is a pork bundle? It is pretty gross, even for me. It's it's you know how you can buy for like two or three bucks a pack of like frozen pork patties at the grocery store where it's sort of like processed pork type meat. What? No, I didn't know what? that. No, <laughs> you can. They what? call it like rib. I don't know. What they call it rib fillets or something, but it's sort of like sort of like mashed up meat. It's sort of like how like a chicken nugget, but made out of pork. Okay. Is maybe how I'd describe it. Anyway, it's one of those Ooh. with some like cheddar cheese and Ooh. barbecue sauce <laughs> wrapped up in bread, but not oh. bread, bread, like a roll. It's like a roll texture. What? They're so I good. I can't even like oh, fathom my mouth is that this I've, exists. I want to. I need to go back to the West so bad because oh I need gosh. a pork bundle from Maverick. That's disgusting. Oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> a pork bundle is it like bundle. the horrible American version of like a bow bun? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little flatter. <laughs> Gross. Have you had? Wait, what about those like? they called like a meat tornado or something oh yeah i forgot about those <laughs> oh, um i don't yes. what are they called yeah they are well i think, I think they're just called tornado, tornadoes a tornado oh. those are um, not good i haven't had those i've seen them i used to have to make them on my campus job so i don't have any interest Ew. in those what campus job you remember when i worked at the did she sushi? yeah i, <gasps> I, I did sushi some days and then some days i was in the like fried breakfast section i forgot about the sushi making for our last one we have favorite tiktok sound okay mine is the one where it's like well this looks like a job for me and it's like someone (laughs) it's like every family every family needs like a sassy sister who gets what she wants who won't take no for an answer and who's spoiled and then it's like well, this looks like a job for me. Um, I don't know why I enjoy that one. I think I enjoy that like 99% of them are every family needs a sassy sister who's spoiled, who gets what she wants. It's like the same person, but I like the ones that are like incredibly specific. And it's like Those are every really family needs like a son who works at the healthcare industry, who lives in an apartment alone and doesn't come around to family events much. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, no one else has yeah. that. Or like, it's like so incredibly specific or it's really like depressing. Um, it's usually a combo. It's usually a combo of both. Yeah. And for some reason, those they're not really, po- it's not really popular anymore, but those always brightened my day. I enjoyed those. I'm going to do the one that Claire's been singing lately. No, you can't put this on me. You have to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just get me started, I literally I just can't remember it. One thing about me is when oh. I listen. that one. Oh, well, okay. She just did the whole thing. No, yeah. The, the one thing about me because, and here's the reason: I've never seen one, so I I don't know what song it's supposed to be. She says it's to the tune of something, but I can't figure out what it would be. But it is so funny when Claire does it. It I could listen to Claire doing those. Those are, they're funnier when the people completely lose the tune, like Mm -hmm. in the first like 10 (laughs) seconds. And it's just completely like them talking, not even to the beat whatsoever. (laughs) But those ones are often dark as well. So yeah. And I've thought about myself. I'm like, what would my one thing about me story be? I haven't settled on one, but that's a solid choice, Grace. Okay. Mine is. (laughs) the one that's like and now i want to sit back and relax and enjoy my evening when all of a sudden i hear this agitating grating voice (laughs) it's usually like pretty funny yeah yeah that's actually very pretty good Mm -hmm. what is the joke the joke is like what is basically <laughs> okay a lot, of, about husbands. A lot of them is about like a husband or a child or something it's usually like uh, yeah like you're trying you're like trying to just like go about your life maybe you know relax and enjoy your evening and then like someone pops in with like their issues or like you know their 
they're causing a disturbance to your peace, basically. It's the lady from Dance Moms, right? Oh, yeah. Abby yeah, Lee. it's Abby. Abby <laughs> Lee. I always love the ones that are like these really like well-decorated homes where like the, the wife or the girlfriend is like made it just completely perfect. And then <laughs> the when it cuts to the agitating noise, it's like, the husband has like put his little trinkets, his little high school trinkets on, <laughs> on her shelves or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's so relatable. That is a good one. Man, I struggled because have you guys seen people using the noise or the sound from like that uh, press conference in New York City about the rats? Oh, yeah. No. no. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. First of all, the origin of the sound is so funny because it's an actual press conference that they did where it's like, I guess they're launching a a war against the rats in New York City. (laughs) And so the, the lady's like, the rats aren't going to like this announcement, (laughs) but, but they don't run this city. We did. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a real, like, Dead serious. <laughs> completely serious. And then I just love, like, people have used it in a variety of ways. Like, like today I saw one that was like, when you upload a picture and you're the only one in the group that, that looks good. <laughs> and it's like, the rats won't like this announcement, but they don't run the city. It just is so good. It has so much potential. And I just love that even just the original video was just so <laughs> good. so funny. That's, I'm picturing a million ways that I'm mm-hmm. going to make that with Jack. Yeah. With Jack. <laughs> okay. You guys know the yes. sound that's everywhere right now that's like, I, I don't even know the lyrics, but it's like, okay, I got to start over. That, that was sounds like you're doing something <laughs> about oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm looking for the... <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's like someone doing like this little like dance and then it shows like, it's like girl who loves oh, going out, boyfriend okay. who wants to stay in. Like, it's very simple. Yes. It, it's everywhere. Most of them, no offense to the people that have made them, most aren't that good. But I was thinking <laughs> if we were going to make one for the podcast, what would it be? Like, it's a simple concept, so I feel like we could come hmm. up with something. Your description didn't – I don't understand I know. It at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but Tess and Grace – te- or Tess and Anne could, could come up with one. I feel like oh, one of the sides is going to be Claire, like, sister who <laughs> – Careful. <laughs> like, requires a lot of input and, like, validation. Oh, and my then, like, word. <laughs> sister who – <laughs> what? What? <laughs> no. I can't think of even the other sister. I know exactly. I just wanted to. I was going to say, I was going to say, sister who does 90% of the planning for the podcast. Oh, that's so good. I want to talk about her. I was, I was actually going to say, I was, I was going to say sister with the little red hen complex. Oh. oh. I brought it on myself. Okay, well, now we've reached the bottom of the ballot where there's the random local issues to vote on. So these are going to be quick, but we have a few referendums that we would like to present to the voters. So mine is ballot measure 12. And this is that Halloween. I did not come up with this, by the way. I've heard other people suggest this, but I would like to put it out for a vote that Halloween be changed from October 31st to just the last Saturday in October. So it's always on a Saturday. It's not a school day. The kids don't have to get up and go to school the next day, all tired and sugared out and make things hard on the teachers. You have all day Saturday to get the costumes ready. It Mm. just makes so much more sense to me. I feel like if we go down the road of putting holidays on convenient days, we're missing out on like... Most of them are, though. The thrill of a Friday night Halloween. That's true. Like, it's kind of the fun when, you're when like, it happens to be it's on It's so a Friday exciting. Night. And then when it's like, I can see Halloween on like a Sunday being hard because it's like, then it's the Mondays. And I, mm-hmm. That would be the lamest. Day, yeah, that's what like, it was last year. That, and it was terrible. 
yeah, every once in a while you get a bad Halloween and then sometimes you get a good one. You don't want to just manufacture bland, picture-perfect Halloween. Mm, you can because there. Halloween is literally just like a made-up thing. It's just yeah. for fun. It's and not celebrating almost, anything important. It's not that you every once in a while have a Halloween that falls on a bad day. It's almost always mm-hmm. on a bad day. If it's not yeah, on a Saturday, it's a bad day. You decided that Saturday is a good day for you. Saturday is not a good day for That's everyone. true. That's true. That's a good point. I know. I uh, There's no perfect solution, but this just seems like the best option available. So, and and you're like, oh, you can't just manufacture. Think about it. Most holidays, with the exception of Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's Day, 4th of July, all the other holidays are like random days. It's never like the same date every year. So it's not like it's unprecedented, you know, just give it, just give it a thought voters. Okay. On to Grace. Mine is we should repeal whatever law it was that went into effect that makes websites announce cookies. <gasps> hmm Yeah. I like that. That's a good one. If I'm on the internet, you are taking my information and mm-hmm. you're using it against me. Mm-hmm. So why do I have to <laughs> click a button to say accept all cookies? Because you're not doing anything more ethical than you were before we had to start clicking that button. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I accept cool. all cookies by going on the internet. Yeah. It's a risk I'm taking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. I have ballot measure 23. Is that right? Yeah, that sounded so <laughs> hesitant. <laughs> okay. Well, I couldn't remember what number it is, but now I do. It's 23. And I – this is actually a real issue that has passed. I'm not going to go into it because I don't know the terms, but I would like permanent daylight savings time instead of switching between – daylight saving time and no daylight saving time. Mm-hmm. I would like to spring forward and never fall back again. I would be up for that. Um, it brings up very heated feelings amongst people. So I am going to keep my vote um, confidential in in the polling booth personally. Just to clarify for voters, you want evenings to be one hour longer always and mornings to be one hour shorter yes okay and if you disagree i don't respect you (laughs) 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 just keep that in mind okay mine is that if an item says it's on in stock online or on the app and then you arrive to the store and it is in fact not in stock you are entitled to compensation mm-hmm. in the form of either the item gets shipped to you for free. Honestly, I think that is the compensation. That is yeah. the correct com- compensation. Mom and I, I think like a few days before Easter, so it was really our fault, uh, but we were looking for Cadbury eggs and we could not find them anywhere. And every Walgreens in the area um, said that they had them in stock <laughs> And then we would arrive and they would act like we would be like complete fools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's for that's the insulting the part is like, yeah, accurate. Like, oh, oh, that's not accurate. And it's like, I'm sorry. Why did you create this app? Then? Why are you acting like I'm so stupid for checking your app and thinking that it would be in stock? Mm-hmm. So that's my measure. I think that's great. I would a thousand percent vote for that. I think it doesn't go far enough. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be that. I'm that politician. It's too moderate. <laughs> yeah. Like, they need to suffer a little bit more for mm-hmm. misleading us. Oh, okay. How would... <laughs> do you have... Well, are you saying it's free shipping, or are you saying they give you the item for free and it's shipped to you for free? Oh, well... I think they have to give it to you for free. Mm-hmm. And they have to give you, like, a gift card, too. And an additional gift card? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because this is not going to If pass. they're going to lie like that, I mean, you but I mean, your life leaving the house. How can to- you prove you had intentions to buy something? You know? You kind of have to get some you skin in the game. You showed up and you, set, and you pr- showed on your app. Yeah, you have to show it in store. Actually, no, I think this is actually good. I think you guys are onto something because it's not enough of a consequence that they will, like, that big box stores 
will update their app. Mm-hmm. What we want is motivation. Yeah. For them to have accurate. This gives them a feeling of like, we're doing what the customer wants, but they're not actually helping anything. Mm-hmm. But I yes. like that Tess's measure. I feel like it really embodies true politics where it doesn't really accomplish the goal, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it will get passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like a very meager, <laughs> tiny little band-aid on a gaping wound of corporate <laughs> America. Of <laughs> things being... Exactly. Of, the, of like the state of my target right now. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks so much for engaging with the issues here on Hop Culture today. Head to the polling booth at Hop Culture Pod on Instagram and cast your vote after this episode. Let's wrap up with Weekly Wins. My weekly win, I'm going to be honest, is a long week, (laughs) but (laughs) I will present to you that I made a little um, like daily schedule slash routine for myself, Mm. and I made it really cute. Wow. One side is me, one side is Hazel, and I just figured winter... Winter's coming and it it can be rough. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in the moment, I can't think of like what I should be doing slash what I want to be doing. So I made myself this little, you know, daily routine so that I don't get just like stuck in a rut of like, I don't know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do nothing, you know. So I think I'm really excited to hear how this how this goes as the winter progresses. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That seems like you don't. Believe. No, it did I'm seem saying, tinged with sarcasm. No, I'm sorry. It did sound <laughs> like I didn't believe in you. What I meant was I can't wait to hear how good your winter is Oh, by having a routine. That's because very That's nice. what I want. Oh, that's so supportive. <laughs> that's, that's how it sounded to me, Grace. Oh, thanks, Tess. <laughs> well, my, my weekly win, I'm now rethinking it because – it, it's an update on last week's win. Uh, my puffer came in the mail from Costco. It's very cute, but I am hesitant to say that now because I wore it tonight <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> there was a misunderstanding. Reason, yeah, okay, there was a misunderstanding. Ann and I had an agreement that we were both going to wear <laughs> our puffers together to the podcast i show up a little before Anne, and grace and claire are very confused and they're like what's that giant black thing that you're wearing it looked and like in the poor lighting and only from the waist up and you're wearing black underneath it looked like a trench coat well it was zipped up to the chin Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was zipped to the chin because well because that's part of the you know it's got to be the turtleneck, you know, but it just, yeah, it all blended together. You couldn't see the contours of the jacket, and it was just like this giant bubble <laughs> on me. And she's, she's anyway, being very cryptic. She was saying, "Yeah, I was like, you'll, you'll see, see why I'm wearing it. It'll, in a it oh all makes sense." And then <laughs> Anne shows up <laughs> pufferless. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Even though it was her idea and we talked about it just yesterday. But um but I do I still have faith that it is cute in person. I'm sure it's, <laughs> it's cute. It's very mm-hmm. cute. She sent me a picture where she was posing like a Nike model. Mm-hmm. That I think we should post on the words. stories. Yeah. Um, I would love to see that. It's very cute. Um well Grace and I have a joint win. Um so I took my kids to this like Halloween drive through I don't know, spook alley. I don't know what you'd call it at um, a local farm. And it was really cute. And I invited Grace to come along. And it wasn't super scary. Um, it was like kid friendly. But we had the windows rolled down. <laughs> and there was a point where so they had like little teens staffing a lot of it. Which Grace and I were saying, if I was like a 14-year-old, would that not be the funnest job ever on like a it Friday looks, night? They were having so much fun. They're just kind of goofing like, around. It was like groups of teens, you know? So it was mm-hmm. like you and your friends oh. and you're just kind of like dancing or pretending to scare people or just waving some of that. Or just waving, like doing whatever you want. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Um, but at one point, this little like 14-year-old girl pops out of 
I don't know, the woods or something. I don't know what she was even behind. And Grace jumped. Did you yell, Grace? I screamed. Well, because I don't think she even popped out from anything. It's just no. I was I was turned looking at Claire. And so my head was not facing the window. And so she just said like, boo or something. Yeah, it was so tame. And Grace was like, ah! And, and she looked so bashful and like she felt bad yeah, the for doing her job. Her face looked so apologetic. Poor like she had scared And she just kind of slunk back. It was like so, I don't know why it was so endearing that she felt bad that she yeah, had like done what she was being paid to do. I was like, but don't, yeah. don't worry. Because like they probably get told don't be too scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, oh, sorry. I, I overdid it for this lady. It was so, it was so funny. embarrassing. Yeah. That's so funny. We loved it though. It was, that was between you and Henry, I think we're the only two people that got scared in the car. So mm-hmm. it was, it was fun. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>